Hello, and welcome to Dinner at Giffney's with your host, Tegum Ironhoof. Before we begin, I just want to remind everyone that we have our own Patreon. With tiers starting as low as $1 per month, you can show even more appreciation. Every member, no matter which tier you choose, receive their own badge on the Dinner at Giffney's website and a personal call-out at the end of each episode. Starting at the $5 tier, you will receive an exclusive Dinner at Yiffney sticker. And at our top tier, you will receive an even more exclusive t-shirt. All proceeds will be going toward paying for the podcast expenses, including paying voice actors and authors for their contributions. And if we have anything left over at the end of the year, Patreon members will get to decide which charity the remaining funds go to. Before we begin, I want to give a shout out to The Voice of Dog, whose Pride Month event has started. They are releasing a new episode each weekday of June with a different tale celebrating our diversity. Join them and us as we make this the best Pride Month that we can. On tonight's story, Emily and Sarah, two big cats meet at an orgy. It's not the kind of place where one would expect to meet their life partner. But life is one long mystery, isn't it? Love at the Orgy by Senos An orgy wasn't the kind of place you'd went to meet people. Well, in a way it was. But there didn't really tend to be much in the way of small talk. What little people said tended to be rather lewd, and sometimes degrading. It didn't really bother Emily. Maybe she was a bit of a slut, she mused, propped up on all fours on a comfortable mating bench, her pussy drooling with cum, and the next load eagerly pumping into her through a pulsating cock buried to the hilt inside her. Emily shivered with pleasure, moaning encouragingly to her nameless partner. She got what she wanted. She could make friends in other places, but sometimes, when too horny or frustrated with life, this was exactly the kind of physical replacement for conversation that she needed. It was catharsis. That was what she always told herself, simply getting to enjoy being a warm cock sleeve for as many men as possible, and in turn, being rewarded with creaming her brains out until none of life's worries remained. For a few hours, anyway. She gave her latest partner a playful wiggle of her hips as he pulled out, satisfied, and he responded by swatting her soft cheeks before leaving. He never even looked at her face. Most of them didn't, which was fine. Emily wasn't here for that. What mattered to her and them was that cum-soaked little slit proudly displayed as she hiked her long, fluffy tail back up, signaling herself to be ready for her next lover. She stretched out in a very feline way, luxuriating in that all-encompassing feeling of sexual release and rapture, dutifully keeping her legs spread and hoping that the next male would even bother asking. She let herself leak freely, come oozing from her ever-so-slightly yawning snatch. Emily loved that sloppy, well-used feeling. It was her go-to cure for anything, 
along with orgasms. Stress, anxiety, depression, even migraines. It all seemed to melt and leak out of her, along with the mixed sperm of half a dozen men. Really, orgies, at least the kind she went to, were like therapy. She wasn't the only woman here, of course. She wasn't even the only jaguar. On her left and right, two other women, a vixen and another jaguar, were getting pounded just the same. In front of her, a few more of various species, all here for the same carnal need. It was a good arrangement. The guy who owned the place, some kind of politician, she thought, in his day-to-day -day life, made sure everyone was clean, and the men paid a nominal entrance fee to keep the place running and well-stocked on water and other things that the revelers might need to keep fucking. The women? Well, all they had to do was come there and spread their legs. Emily had never quite figured that one out. Her sex drive was higher than most of the men she'd ever met, and as far as she was concerned, she probably got more out of this than they did. The average man could only come once, maybe twice, three times if they had truly heroic stamina and were young. She, on the other hand, would come until she couldn't think straight, which was exactly what she wanted. If anything, she should be the one paying, but Emily wasn't going to question it. With her intense career as a programmer, she was all too happy to come here and simply act like a total slut to take the edge off. Well, maybe she was a total slut. Someone who wasn't probably wouldn't go to orgies. Outside of these events, though, Emily was almost chaste. She never flaunted her sexuality in the real world, that boring and often stressful place where she was a programmer where the owner of the orgy club was a politician, where the people rutting her like wild animals were plumbers, stockbrokers, car salesmen, all those unwanted but necessary labels and masks that society forced on everyone. She felt a pair of rough, blunt-clawed hands on her hips and closed her eyes with a pleasured little sigh. There was a game she liked playing, trying to figure out what species the current man fucking her was by how they felt. For this one, the blunt claw suggested a dog, maybe a wolf, though a small one if so. Emily gasped as she suddenly felt a breath on her dripping folds, and then only moments later, a broad tongue plunging into her, wantonly slurping up the cum of the other men. That always drove her wild knowing someone found her so attractive that they'd eagerly eat her out even after she'd been used for half a day. With a lusty moan, she thrust herself back against the source of those tingling sensations and felt her anonymous partner's mouth almost entirely engulf her folds. Yep, definitely a dog. He licked up and down the slick length of her cunt, thrusting his tongue into her, as deep as it'd reach, and she couldn't, nor did she want to, do anything but moan at the top of her lungs when his lips pressed against her clit, once again joining the chorus of pleasure. This was another thing she liked about orgies. If everyone else was moaning out loud, she didn't feel so self-conscious about what a vocal lover she sometimes was. 
That and the constant wet and needy noises didn't really allow her to think about anything else. She was left teetering on the edge of orgasm, long since having lost count of how many she'd had, when the man withdrew and stood up. She heard a zipper opening and pictured how his cock would spring out, rock hard, probably squirting pre-cum like dogs usually did, and ready to slide into her eagerly offered pussy. It pressed against her swollen, easily parted lips, and sure enough, a splatter of pre-cum jetted against those sensitive folds. The tickle of it was exquisite. Though just as he slipped into her, spreading her well-used pussy wide and filling her head with that hazy pleasure that only barely began to lift, someone else caught her attention. Just opposite of her in the orgy room was another feline, a leopard, it seemed, one with stunning green eyes and the cutest, joyful smile as she took her next partner in turn. She was having a pony rail her, it seemed, one whose expression melted into equal bliss as he thrusted that thick equine cock deep into her. And Emily? Emily couldn't take her eyes off the other woman. How sensually her breast bounced, each adorned with a perfect perky nipple, stiff with excitement. How perfect her spotty fur looked, somehow well-groomed and shimmering despite the matted mess of cum and juices dripping between her thighs as the pony's flare displaced the seed of her previous lovers. Emily had never really noticed anyone like that, but from the sudden flustered heat in her chest, seemingly unrelated to the swollen canine cock thrusting inside her greedy cunt, she had quickly developed a crush on her. Not only had she instantly fallen for the other woman, but one who she was currently watching getting fucked by some nameless stallion. While it didn't quite make her jealous, Emily was quite past the point of being sexually exclusive. It didn't make her envious of the pony. That, along with the feelings of sudden shyness and adoration in equal measure, were reality intruding once again on the dreamy feeling of the orgy. This wasn't how it was supposed to be. She was always outgoing, slutty, and open here. Try as she might, though, she couldn't get a single word out finding herself utterly tongue-tied, and not only because every thought kept being interrupted by growing quivers of pleasure. That internal distraction did nothing to override what her body was feeling, namely that beautiful, almost frictionless thrusting of the dog's cock deep into her. Oh, oh fuck, she groaned breathily, equally cursing her own sudden hesitation and encouraging the dog to fuck her faster. She could feel his swollen knot bumping against her entrance. Nobody was allowed to tie here, as it'd take up far too much time, but almost didn't need it. Sure, dogs liked doing it, but they'd spurt out their cum just fine without it too, as Emily had personally felt many, many times. No, she was only distracting herself from that sudden fascination with the feline stranger she had suddenly become so fascinated with. Even the sweet, sloppy rut she was getting paled in comparison 
to the sheer importance of it. Emily had to tell herself something, at least, or she'd never forgive herself. The leopard stallion was bucking into her wildly now, and his sheer girth left her face a mask of ecstasy, completely absorbed in shivering, mindless pleasure of the type Emily herself went to these orgies for. Emily stretched her arm out, reaching into the purse she kept near her. Perfume, wet wipes, a sports drink, the usual stuff you'd bring to an all-day event of getting mounted by every man around, and fished out a pen, along with a scrap of paper, an old receipt she had serendipitously happened to keep. She scrawled her number on it, hands trembling with pleasure. The last number ended up smudged as her lover hilted inside her, as deep as his engorged knot would allow him to, and filled her with a fresh load of warm, sticky cum. Just at the same time, she saw the leopard's pony stud screw his eyes shut with a pleasured nicker and a snort, growing rather still. The leopard, for her part, responded with a playful, melodic giggle moan, no doubt enjoying the feeling of her pussy suddenly being awash with stallion spunk. It was a rather wonderful feeling, after all. Really, Emily loved the feeling of being inseminated. There was just something so sexy about knowing her body had made a man feel good enough to fill her, to make him squirt his seed into her, and stallions had a lot to give. Good thing they were both on the pill, she mused. Every woman here was, at least in theory. The amount of eager little swimmers pumped into her receptive womb, she'd be pregnant for sure otherwise. And despite how much Emily loved being seated, she didn't quite feel ready to be a mother yet. At least, not a single one. Eventually, the men stopped coming. Every guest had been thoroughly satisfied, and Emily's body was practically radiating with satisfied, content warmth as she finally stood up, feeling their cum bubble out of her relaxed sex. Ah, she'd tighten up again in a few hours. It'd have been a little embarrassing in any other setting, perhaps, but here, it was a badge of honor, if anything. That left her with one matter that did feel awkward. Despite the primal sense of satisfaction, she felt awfully nervous about actually approaching the leopard, who was still laying on her bench with her eyes closed. She was probably just enjoying the afterglow for a little longer, before heading home. At least it meant that Emily could sneak up and slip the receipt with her number on it into her backpack, which was probably just full of orgy supplies as her own. It was a deed quickly done. As Emily slid the note into the leopard's bag, she also took a moment to admire just how much cock she had taken. Her sex, just like the jaguar's own, was drooling with thick, mixed cum. It was then that a strangely naughty thought crossed Emily's mind. She pictured herself buried tongue-deep in her creamy peach, swallowing great mouthfuls of that rich, mixed, slimy mess. It wasn't something she usually did, but before she knew it, she was already down on her knees behind the other woman. She looked beautiful, freshly fucked as she was, 
her pretty pink slit adored with pearly splatters of still warm cum. She looked delicious. The orgy was about to end, and so Emily didn't really have time to give her, oddly enough, first experience with another woman the time it deserved. The scent inside of it were too alluring for her to not at least have a taste, though. Quickly, before she had time to think twice about it, Emily pressed her nose firmly against the leopard's cum-soaked pussy and dragged her tongue along the length of her slit. She immediately moaned and then clenched against Emily's snout. A gush of spent cum mixed with her own juices splashed over the jaguar's tongue, and suddenly her senses were alight with just how delicious the mess was. She felt so wonderfully dirty tasting it all. The thick mixture of cum from a dozen or so men and the feminine tang that the leopard added to it. She rolled a glob of it over her tongue, tasting it like a fine wine, and feeling herself grow even wetter at the sluttiness of it all, before finally pursing her lips to give the leopard's clit an affectionate kiss. Then she stood up, as the other cat was starting to stir from her bliss-induced slumber and quickly dashed off to the showers to finish up and leave. The flavor lingered on Emily's lips and tongue even after she got dressed and headed home. Despite her confidence when it came to the orgies, she found herself nervous as a schoolgirl the next few days, especially so when the nameless leopard didn't call her. Not yet, at least. Maybe the number had been too smudged for her to make out. Maybe she hadn't noticed it in her bag at all. Or maybe, Emily worried, she had noticed but had decided not to call her. Just imagining it made her heart sink. On the third day, her phone suddenly rang. Emily immediately knew it had to be her. Nobody she knew really used phones for anything other than messaging which meant it had to be someone new, as she'd only given her number out once. She fumbled with it, nearly dropping it as her fingers suddenly felt stiff and unresponsive. Hello? She finally answered, pressing her phone tightly against her ear. She was surprised at just how squeaky she sounded. It was just like being a teenager again at the tender age of 31, except in the worst way. Hello. So who's this? Sorry, I didn't find your number until just now. The voice on the other end spoke. She didn't seem to mind calling a stranger in the slightest. Uh, oh, yeah. I saw you at the uh, event. Sorry. Emily stuttered, mentally cursing herself for sounding so incredibly awkward. And I figured, figured that, well, I wanted to see you again, like, for a cup of coffee? You're asking me for a date, the other woman giggled. I don't even know your name. So, sorry, I, I, I'm Emily, she huffed. Sarah, so where do you want to meet then? Came the reply, and Emily's heart, of course skipped a beat in sheer excitement. At least, she didn't mind them being the same gender, 
For Emily, flirting with another woman was new entirely. She asked Sarah to meet her at a coffee shop in one of the greener, prettier areas of the city. Just for a cup of coffee, she insisted. Just because they met in rather lewd circumstances didn't mean they had to behave like that in private too, did it? Of course not. The orgies were a space separated from real life, like a book, a video game, or a movie. An escape in which common sense didn't apply and disbelief was suspended. You could be an insatiable, horny cockslip there and then return back to reality where you were a modest, even shy woman, perfectly happy to have a normal and loving relationship, assuming that the both of them wanted it anyway. Emily showed up almost an hour early to make sure she didn't miss their date. It felt far more important than it really was, but that was the way life worked. In routine, even the most important thing became mundane, and equally, the smallest new thing could seem absolutely critical to get right. So she stood there, waiting, and shivering in the morning chill, until she finally spotted the leopard approaching. She was dressed smart, a pencil skirt, modest heels, and a cute striped blouse, and looked even more stunning when fully dressed and without the splatters of old cum all over her. Emily extended her hand to shake Sarah's in greeting, but the leopard instead greeted her with a hug. Feeling her body pressed against hers made the jaguar shiver, the warm fuzziness returning with a vengeance. When they finally got to talk, the orgy didn't even come up as a topic. Not at first, anyways. Rather, they found each other fascinating. Sarah was a stockbroker, and if there was one profession that needed the mental relief of orgies more than a programmer, Emily figured it had to be a stockbroker. Maybe a lawyer, she supposed, could use it too. The two of them had a lot of common interest, but also enough different ones to keep things interesting. Though they could have kept talking for a while, it wasn't long before the conversation drifted towards other matters. They might have not been at the orgy, but they were still only mammals like any others. Do you have a lot of experience with girls? Sarah grinned. Um, no, none at all, actually. You're the first one I've... She trailed off, thinking of the least awkward way to phrase the fact that she'd never even thought about being bisexual before and ended up being all the more awkward because of the prolonged silence. Oh, that's all right. I've not done a lot either. But you're definitely a total cutie. The leopard smiled. Though, just recently... She paused. Her grin widened. Someone was really eager to lick me a bit at an orgy. Emily blushed fiercely. I think that someone would probably want to come home with me and give it another, longer try, the leopard continued. Besides all of that teasing, though, it was rather clear that the two had a certain chemistry, a mutual interest in each other that made everything they did a little more intimate. Something simple like sharing their drinks became interesting and cute 
Even if Emily could hardly handle Sarah's overly sweet caramel latte, and Sarah found Emily's plain black coffee a little too bitter, the specifics didn't really matter. It was still interesting to discover them. Sure enough, they ended up at Sarah's place after their first date, hands all over each other, marveling in breathless amazement at just how much softer they both were than the average man. If that was true or not didn't matter much. But between their burgeoning mutual crush and just enough soft curves, it felt enough like it it felt enough like it to be real regardless. Emily kissed Sarah eagerly, tilting her head to meet the other woman in an open mouth kiss that had them both gasping. Again, there was that softness and warmth without the rougher facial fuzz that males had and a passionate hunger that seemed to go deeper than what most men could muster. A taste of Sarah's green apple lip gloss lingered on Emily's tongue as she clumsily but eagerly kissed her way down the leopard's belly, rubbing and caressing every part of her until she was between her thighs. A whole different and much more interesting, tangy, spicy scent filled her nostrils. She was face to face with the leopard's slit, and she was just as wet as the jaguar felt. Hmm. Someone's all eager despite being so straight, Sarah giggled. But it was barely a tease. Everything they did felt so wonderfully natural, intuitive. It was hard to see why anyone anywhere would disapprove of it. But even if they did... Emily couldn't have cared less. It was a whole new world she was exploring, one of both getting to taste every part of her crush and exploring the sensual sexuality of another woman. Even then, she froze, if only briefly, upon realizing that she was staring right at Sarah's pussy. Those puffy lips of hers were already damp with her nectar, beautiful and pink and inviting. Though intimate, it was all so very primal too, hungry if not outright ravenous. She needed this. And so, she buried her nose flush against the dew-soaked flower, inhaling deeply of her future partner's scent and letting it overwhelm her senses. On pure instinct, her tongue darted out, flicking over Sarah's folds, and then her little clit, and the leopard squirmed against her in response, hips bucking to grind her soaked sex against Emily's muzzle. She didn't taste like much, but the slight sweet tang of her juices nonetheless drove the leopard wild with desire. She kissed that sensitive little nub, delighted in how every lick made the jaguar squirm and moan, gently suckling on her and tasting the flood of her juices that followed. It was messy, even more so than pleasuring a man, maybe, feeling her excitement run down her chin. But she couldn't help but indulge in it all regardless. And she wanted more. Wanted to feel the jaguar clench and convulse in orgasm, to have her flood her eager mouth with her honeyed wetness. 
After a few more minutes of passionate, increasingly determined licking and sucking, the leopard suddenly got up, breathing ragged and sharp, sitting on Emily's face for a second or two before turning around, leaning forward, and then, with another lusty moan, lowering her muzzle to taste the leopard's own arousal, pursing her lips against the feline's clit. Oh, wow, aren't you soaked? She huffed, rubbing herself against Emily. Let's come together, she added, before focusing her efforts. That touch made Emily see stars. She felt like she was barely hanging on to consciousness at all, as surges of breathtaking pleasure surged up from her dripping cunt, while she in turn licked, no, worshipped the beautiful jaguar on top of her, feeling those telltale clenches come more and more often until her whiskers and all the fur around her muzzle were utterly drenched. At that moment, it only took a few more licks, the two lovers greedily feasting on each other, fingers and tongues diving into heated wetness. Sarah, having been teased for longer, was the first to come, with a loud, if muffled groan, one that vibrated against Emily's quivering pussy. She stiffened, and then twitched and clenched around Emily's tongue rapidly. A flood of her juices splattered over the leopard's tongue, and she swallowed as much as she could, interrupted only by her own orgasm. In the throes of that climax, her nose actually slipped into Sarah's body briefly, and she felt her milking around her, the two of them moaning together in the most intimate ecstasy of their lives. If there was one thought that managed to flicker through Emily's dazed mind by the time her sopping wet sex had finished clenching and flooding her brain with pleasure, it was that she was hooked. Dutifully, she made sure to clean the leopard up as well as she could, lavishing her puffy vulva with little, thankful kisses. Not all relationships started with hot, passionate, and satisfying sex, but neither did it mean that a good relationship couldn't start that way. That's how it was for Emily and Sarah. They kept dating for a while and eventually decided that, since they were such a perfect fit, they'd make it official. They moved in together, and a year later, they got married. Not in a grand ceremony, but a loving one nonetheless, that they, and the small number of close friends they had invited, would remember fondly. Neither had expected to end up with another woman, but life was full of surprises. And love was always the biggest surprise of them all. The old orgies fell by the wayside, at least for the time being. With the busy life of a couple happily in love, there was simply no need for them. The attraction to men, of course, didn't go away. But they satisfied each other utterly with their tongues and fingers. They provided each other with the stress relief they needed, along with all the orgasms life demanded. So it went for a few years. Life became a comfortable routine, with Emily and Sarah constantly supporting each other as their careers continued. There was only one question that remained, one needed unfulfilled. One that many women feel sometimes in their thirties. Emily never had but one night 
With the two cuddled up in each other's arms in bed late at night, Sarah sprung the question on her in a sensual whisper. Oh, you know, I've been thinking. It might be time for us to really settle down. Sarah grinned, snuggling up to Emily and hugging her tightly against herself. You know, have some babies. One for each of us to raise together. Well, I, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Emily purred, enjoying the soft warmth of the jaguar's body against her. We have careers and all. I'm just about to get a promotion and everything. We don't really have anyone to get us pregnant, do we? Well, we kind of do. Remember how we met? All we'd have to do... Sarah murmured, one hand pressing against the jaguar's belly and the other sneaking up to give her chest a gentle squeeze. Is have one last orgy. You know, go there, except off the pill and in heat. We can afford to take a little break from working. That's crazy, Emily huffed. I mean, I love those orgies as much as you did, but but we'd end up pregnant with some random dude's kids. Right? Isn't that hot, though? They'd still have two parents. And the idea of letting a total stranger fertilize us without even knowing. Sarah whispered back. She was rubbing little circles over Emily's lower belly now. Plus, it feels so naughty knowing we both had a stranger's baby growing inside us, and we looked so cute as a pregnant couple. That was when Emily realized that Sarah wasn't joking about it, and her breath caught in her throat. You can't be serious, she choked. Oh, come on, Sarah cooed playfully. I'm going to go into heat in just a few days, and so are you, she continued goading. I want some babies. Well, sure, so do I, someday, Emily replied. From someone I know, or at least by a professional. But that's boring, isn't it? We met at an orgy, so it'd only be appropriate we get pregnant at one too. Mm, just imagine the both of us in heat and offering ourselves to any man we see. Sarah continued. She was getting tangibly turned on by what she was saying, grinding warmly against Emily who could only scarcely believe that her partner would have ideas that dirty. Going to the orgies was one thing. It was harmless fun, a break from reality. Going to one unprotected and letting everyone fill their wombs with plentiful potent seed from so many cocks they couldn't even begin to guess who the fathers were. That was another thing entirely. It was crazy. We could be kissing each other as they come inside us over and over. Looking into each other's eyes as we both get fertilized. Oh, Emily. I think I want that. Sarah murmured. But you don't have to make up your mind yet. Just promise me that you'll get off the pills so you're ready, at least. I want you to be in heat when you watch me get knocked up. You're crazy, dear. Emily sighed. She couldn't entirely deny that she was getting a little wet imagining it. 
But it was as a fantasy, a harmless, playful, and very erotic fantasy that nobody would actually do in reality. Well, you'll know what I mean soon enough, Sarah said, and Emily could practically hear her smile, even though her mouth was buried in the nape of Emily's neck. Because I flushed your pills down the toilet earlier, just in case you needed some convincing. What? No, come on, you didn't, Emily squeaked. I'll go into heat before I get that prescription renewed. That's the point, silly. It's the only way to get you thinking about what you really want. Or you know, what your body wants, Sarah giggled. The both of us side by side, eagerly taking load after load of thick, mixed, sexy baby batter inside us. Both of our bellies swelling with life. One last hurrah before we become responsible, boring adults. Sarah had always been a little more impulsive, but this was a new high even for her. Emily still found it hard to believe that she actually wanted this, but then again, she could distinctly smell how fertile Sarah already was. She must have stopped taking her pills a while ago. How long had she been planning this craziness? She knew perfectly well that cats, in particular, went totally loopy and baby-crazy when their heats weren't suppressed, and that applied just as much to Emily herself. Sure enough, after just a few days off the pill, waiting to be able to renew her prescription, Emily found herself getting more and more tingly and aroused. Not that her sex drive wasn't always high, it was just different when approaching heat and doubly so when deep in it. It started as a feeling of warmth that she had not felt for a long time, not since she went through puberty. Then she caught herself checking out men in a new, lusty light. Her eyes would linger on bulges for a little longer than usual, and there was that unfamiliar, but very natural, stirring in her own loins in response. Half-formed fantasies would infiltrate her thoughts at work, or when trying to fall asleep. Vivid but fragmented mental images of how she'd eagerly spread her legs and bear her receptive pussy, begging to be filled with a thick, throbbing cock. It only got worse after that. Well, worse from Emily's perspective. Better if one asked Sarah. The warmth blossomed into an outright heat only a few days later, and though her rational mind remained in control, she was a bit of a control freak after all, which was part of what she'd liked about the orgies in her wilder days, the break in having to always be on top of everything. The ideas that her girlfriend had planted in her head would sneak back in, more and more appealing the deeper in heat she went. In particular, it was that thought of getting pregnant that went from seeming like a bothersome burden to a rather appealing idea that left her feeling warm and fuzzy all over. And as always with heats, eventually an obsession. Yes, it was all a trick by her body and its surging hormones, one designed by millions of years of evolution for one singular purpose, getting her to reproduce. Emily knew that, but it didn't make the erotic haze leave her mind. More and more she'd find herself caught in a lusty reverie fantasizing just like Sarah did of finally making it happen. 
of doing what she had proposed and going to the next orgy with the both of them at the peak of their heat, and then doing what women in heat did best. Nature would take over from there, all but ensuring that they were both well and truly knocked up. Maybe if I just go there, not like I have to commit to anything, I could just watch Sarah get hers, at least. There was again, that deceptive inner voice. She'd go there, sure, there'd be no harm in that, but each inch she gave to those urges brought her a foot closer to having a stranger's baby inside her. Still, she told Sarah as much. The leopard was overjoyed and hugged her partner warmly, and of course, she couldn't resist teasing her about it, despite that brief, intimate moment. See, I told you, you want it too. Just had to help your mind clear up, she smiled. Now let's get you all dressed up, just like when we met the first time. It took some reminiscing to recall what exactly she had been wearing. Emily remembered a thin black bra and the crotchless thong that barely covered anything at all. Sarah had never actually seen her fully dressed at the orgy all those years back, but what she did remember was the outfit that the Jaguar had worn on their first date, especially by the time she had pleasured her. A cropped hoodie and a pink skirt that ended just above the knees, a little mismatched, but no less alluring. She had gotten just a little curvier since that meeting, put on weight that was, not much, but enough to make the top frustratingly tight to fit into. And when she did, her breasts were very clearly outlined in the fabric, even her stiff nipples. Mmm, still looks great on you. Better, if anything. The boys will love you. Sarah grinned, and then leaned in to plant a soft, warm kiss on her lips. I do, too. If we had more time, I'd definitely get you ready. But we should start heading to the orgy. They're still held at the exact same place. All the while, Emily had the distinct feeling of being led into the spider's web. Well, well, well. The wolf who ran these events greeted them when they arrived. Long time no see. I figured you were happy enough with each other to no longer need this. We are, Sarah replied with a sly grin, just wanting to relive some past memories. Right. Well, I'm not one to judge. Pretty happy with the wife, and I still do this. You both still remember the rules. You'll need a quick test, and I assume you're still on the pill? Yep, never stop. Sarah lied. Since we like inviting men to play with us sometimes. Mmm. Lucky guys, those. Then again, you're about to make a whole lot of guys really happy tonight. It's been kind of slow going the last year. You know, all those pandemics. Anyway, just piss in a cup for me, will you? The tests were, thankfully, quick and easy. They had come a long way in the last few years. It helped that Emily and Sarah were trusted patrons, even if it had been a while since. As expected, both came up clean, and the wolf had no test to make sure they were actually on the pill. The whole building was heavy with the scent of raw, carnal sex, which covered up their own heated aroma rather nicely. All part of Sarah's plan to sneak their vulnerable pussies in there, no doubt, Emily thought, though she did see the wolf's nose twitch. If he noticed, he didn't say anything. But then again, why would he? After all, 
Sarah getting pregnant was none of his business. Emily still wasn't planning on participating herself, though she could feel herself growing damp just listening to the sounds of rutting in the main room of the mansion. Being horny and relaxed made lust rather infectious. Being in heat made it a hundred times worse. The moment she heard or saw someone feeling pleasure, her reaction was sympathetic and immediate. Then again, the last few days, once it had really kicked up, She'd been so easy to turn on that she'd found herself clenching while handling a cucumber for dinner. Returning to the mansion for one of these events was a nostalgia trip, too. It had been years since then, and while there had been some upgrades, the leather seats seemed to be new, and there were finally condoms for those who preferred them. She felt right at home, as if the last few years had only been a single day. This time, though, she would simply watch. That was, at least, the plan right now, though. Remembering it quickly became rather challenging as she watched Sarah eagerly strip and then lay down, offering her perfect body for the men to feel. This was really it, wasn't it? She was going to get pregnant, and nine months later they'd have a little baby to take care of. The moment felt massive and important, even faithful, and very hot. There was just something so sublime about the act of impregnation and doing it like this, letting a procession of horny, anonymous males fill her greedy pussy with their seed until one swimmers found her eggs, gave it a deliciously naughty edge. You should just join me. It'll be even better if we're both pregnant together, Sarah murmured. Nobody had really noticed them yet, but sooner or later, they would. And from there, the conclusion was inevitable. At least roll the dice. There's no guarantee that you'll get knocked up anyway, heat or not. Her tail was lashing to and fro, wafting the scent of her heat around the room, where it'd soon enough draw half the men in the orgy to her, to them. They wouldn't all know what it meant, only that they felt an overwhelming urge to mate with the leopard specifically. She was right. It wasn't a guarantee, but it was damn close to being one. They were both in heat, and going by how warm they felt, they were ovulating too, ripe for the taking. At least get naked with me and sit down. I want you to get a good look when it happens, Sarah continued, and that made a strange amount of sense to the dizzy jaguar. She clumsily wiggled out of her not terribly modest clothes just in time to see a man approaching. A slender, almost effeminate fox, whose girthy-looking cock bounced with each step he took. Soon, that cock would be pulsating inside Sarah's body, pumping out warm, plentiful seed that saddled the leopard with a baby or several. The thought left Emily's knees weak, and she was achingly aware of just how empty she herself felt. Wet, too though she didn't even dare think about that. Anyone who looked at her would draw the correct conclusion that she needed it badly. She had to sit down to avoid passing out. It was all too overwhelming, and she was breathing so rapidly that she worried she might pass out otherwise. All the seats were designed so you had to lay down on them for any measure of comfort, 
and shaped so that her ass would be held high and visible. But that was fine, wasn't it? Stretching out onto it felt so natural, and it gave her a perfect view of both Sarah and the fox, who was now rubbing his rigid manhood against her slit. Up and down, along the length of it. Well, from her point of view, Emily could only see their expressions, both glowing with pleasure, for her mind readily filled in the rest. Just then, Emily felt someone grope her ass. She was going to protest, to tell whoever it was that she wasn't on the menu tonight, but before the words could leave her mouth, she saw the fox's hipped buck, and from how Sarah gasped with pleasure, she knew he was inside her. God, no wonder I fell for her, Emily thought. She looked absolutely perfect like that. Not that she didn't look perfect all the time. Rather, freshly out of bed, tired after work, or getting fucked in public. Right now, the leopard would be clenching tightly around the vulpine cock inside her, freely and shamelessly encouraging him to fill her, physically letting him know what she wanted, and that it'd be perfectly fine if he came inside her. He probably didn't even know she was fertile, and just wanted to get his rocks off, not knowing what would happen if he did. Then again, it wasn't as if Sarah was thinking clearly with how in heat she was. Slowly, the fox began to thrust into her, rocking her perfect body with each needy, insistent motion, and Emily became transfixed with watching her partner's breasts, watching how her partner's breasts bounced as she finally got what she had been waiting for. The first part of it, anyway. And then she felt something hot and hard press against her own entrance. Damn it! She had totally forgotten she was going to tell him off. He wasn't going to stop on his own, and every fiber of her body was practically begging him to continue. He pressed a little more firmly against her slickness, about to mount her just like everyone always did at these orgies. Like it was no big deal. Like he didn't even know she was in heat. She caught Sarah staring at her through half-lidded eyes, moaning with pleasure of the fox taking her speed up. She managed to mouth something at Emily. Let him do it, she thought. And then, please. God, she wanted them both pregnant so badly, but... Emily felt the cock push into her fertile pussy, and the sensation sent a shiver through her that seemed to reverberate all the way from her sex to the top of her head. Oh, fuck, he's inside me. Bear. If I don't stop him, he's definitely not going to hold back. But then, wasn't that what these orgies were for? forgetting about all her worries and anxieties. She could worry about getting pregnant later and simply enjoy it for the night. He felt so wonderful inside her, a perfect fit as always, his breeding rod insistently thrusting into her soaked sex without a care in the world. She had all but forgotten how good cock felt, how it practically made her insides melt around it, conforming to its shape. It lacked the sweet intimacy of her relationship with Sarah, but made up for it in spades with primal, urgent, tingling need, as if nature itself was giving her a pat on the head for taking a beautiful cock inside her while deep in heat. It almost felt like she was falling, a delightful fluttering in her lower belly as she fantasized about what had happened to the both of them. 
if she let him keep going. Emily pictured it in vivid detail. How her and Sarah's bodies would change once they had been successfully inseminated. She imagined billions of energetic little swimmers racing up through her, reaching her eggs, and then, then her belly would start to swell after a while. Her breast would too, growing heavy with milk, and her darkened nipples preparing to feed a hungry baby or two. She'd get bigger and bigger, until even walking around was a chore, and then she'd pop. They'd have at least two children to take care of together. For some reason, the thought made her shiver with a strange kind of maternal excitement. It was her damn heat, she knew that, but it made it all seem so desirable. They'd walk around proudly displaying their pregnancies, and maybe people would realize that they'd been knocked up by strangers at an orgy, somehow. And she'd get wet just thinking about how naughty they'd been. God, she suddenly snapped back to reality, and the slick, amazing friction of the male behind her rutting into her with careless, lusty abandon, not even thinking about what could happen. He had to be getting close now, but so was she. Only moments away from an orgasm that promised to be absolutely glorious with how sensitive her heat made her. She couldn't actually let it happen. But maybe she'd just enjoy it for a little longer. The fox mating with Sarah suddenly barked with pleasure, and Emily watched his whole body stiffen as he thrust as deep into her partner as he could. Sarah's eyes went wide, and she gave a passionate, whining cry, reaching a hand over to Emily. She grasped it, and Sarah squeezed her tightly, a blissful expression on her face as her breath stuttered, no doubt creaming herself all over that lengthy fox shaft inside her throbbing as it bred her with gallons of thick kit-making batter spurting deep into her fertile womb. It was a beautiful sight, to be certain. Sarah barely looked conscious with how she shook and trembled, though she did manage to fix her eyes to Emily's, as if trying to express how much she loved it. Maybe how much she wanted Emily to feel just the same. But that was all they needed. That was what they'd come here for. Sarah had a warm load of no doubt strong and virile seed pumped safely inside her. Now, it was up to nature. It was time to leave. Then, before she could say anything, she felt the cock twitch inside her, and the feeling of it made her head swim. How close was he? She had no idea, but another squeeze from Sarah's hand drew her attention to her partner's eyes again. She looked so happy like that. The fox now was drawing in another man, a beautiful, muscular stallion who looked built for breed, with his long, flared cock taking his place. Just stay there a little longer. For me? She whispered in a ragged voice, before the force of the equine cock thrusting into her interrupted all coherent thought again, reducing her to a moaning, pleasured mess. It wasn't as if Emily didn't know what Sarah wanted to happen. But with each wet, sloppy thrust into her clenching pussy, she was a little more convinced that she might actually want it too. Maybe the risk was at least worth taking. She was going to come so very hard in just a few moments that she... She was going to... He was... 
The wolf throbbed inside her again, and then howled out with pure, masculine pleasure, announcing his climax to the entire orgy. A jet of wet heat erupted inside Emily, splattering her cervix. Too late now. Just enjoy the ride, Em, her mind echoed. Only moments before her orgasm washed over her. It was every bit as beautiful as she had imagined. She thrashed around in ecstasy, enough that it was only the wolf's strong arms that held her in place and prevented her from falling off the bench, as he kept pumping his potent cum into her, deeply, just as his instincts demanded he do. Emily's body responded to every throb as she milked him in feverish rhythm, only it wasn't just her fertile cunt. It was her whole body, shuddering with absolute joy that she had never felt before. The immense satisfaction of being creamed while in heat, intense enough to make her eyes water as she sang out in bliss. On the opposite side of her, Sarah looked like she was well and truly bred, with nothing but love and adoration in her eyes. With the damage done, even once the wolf's pulsation subsided, she figured she might as well go all the way and remain there, basking in the afterglow and simply relaxing, until another unknown male slid under her tail and began to thrust. This time, Emily only moaned with encouragement, wanting to feel one of those amazing orgasms again. And she did. Again and again, each time around a different cock, each of them spurting their own belly-swelling cargo deep into her insatiable body. They left the orgy giggling like schoolgirls, both walking a little bow-legged and teasing each other about their little secret, just about drunk on the pleasure and satisfaction of both their pussies still being filled to the brim with warm mixed seed that only hesitantly managed to leak out along equally warm thighs. No doubt the reality of the situation would get a little less giggle-inducing, and maybe less than incredibly hot as time went on. But right then and there, even Emily felt like she'd made the right choice, and couldn't wait until she started to show. It was, effectively, Sarah's baby anyway, and inside Sarah, hers. Sure, the sperm had come from some random males, but they'd only been the donors. Together, Emily and Sarah would be the parents, and even if things might get tough or frustrating, for the first time in her life, though long after she had any choice in the matter, Emily felt more than ready to face motherhood together with the love of her life. And with that, we come to the end of Love at the Orgy by Sinos. Continue to listen here, as well as over on The Voice of Dog, for more wonderful Pride Month tales. I'd also like to mention our patrons. In the top tier, we have Chestnut Luna, Dimbles, Valor, and Wolflord. Being in the top tier, you have no idea how big that is for me and the podcast. It's truly humbling to have the support of amazing folks such as yourselves. The support you have all given is beyond what I have ever imagined. From the bottom of my heart, I thank each and every one of you. For other patrons, Agador, Dream Merchant, Glared, Wasson, and Wolfie Wetfur, you guys are amazing as well. Each of you have been and continue to be instrumental to our success 
and I'm proud to say that I know each of you. And finally, everyone who has listened to any of our episodes, thank you. Each and every time someone listens to our work, it really does mean the most to myself, the authors of these stories, and the voice actors that bring the characters to life. We hope to do this for a long time and continue bringing you furry erotica from all over the furry fandom. We sincerely hope you've enjoyed tonight's tale and happy Pride Month. Good night and come again. <laughs> <laughs>